Hello, welcome in. It is uh, day 53 of 100 days of podcast here with me on the Connect the Dots podcast. I can put my phone down, so pardon me if you hear a little rattly noise. Okay, um, so it's day 53, and as I told you a couple of days ago, I think this is day 51, I told you, um, I am currently traveling, and so I don't... I don't have my normal setup. Uh, I don't uh, remember what the next 10 episodes were supposed to be about. So I think it was supposed to be movies. But just because of the way the schedule and and having time to do all of these things, uh, I decided while I was here in Alabama, I would simply let these couple of days of podcast just be uh, kind of random. Like whatever came to mind or things I wanted to share with you. So today I, I'm going to share with you um, the very first talk that I ever gave. Um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago at work, um, they we, we have a group that focuses, you know, mental health and wellness, uh, and they were looking for speakers to talk about um, what it's like to live with different like ailments and things. And so they were, the topic that they had was chronic pain in migraines, which uh, I am a, I have had migraines and tension headaches for a very long time. And so I thought, well, this is a good opportunity for me to maybe tell my story uh, and to give some other people some hope. Um, and as well, that may be suffering through some of the things that are similar because migraines are a very, a very vast amount of like types of migraines and the symptoms and, and sensitivities that you get with them. So it's very rare that people have like identical symptoms with migraines. Um, and so I thought, well, maybe if sharing my story uh, would be helpful for somebody, I'm happy to do that. Um, and so I wrote my story and I thought, um, you know, I thought maybe I would share it with you, um, in case you're going through something similar or, you know, somebody that's going through something similar. So it can maybe give them a little hope or just knowing that they are not alone. So, uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Give me a second. I got it pulled up here. Um, I, I hope I don't cry. Um, but it's possible you, you know, me, if you've listened (laughs) for a while, you know, that I, I am, I am pretty, pretty tender hearted. Uh, I will cry, uh, pretty easily, but okay. Here we go. I was first diagnosed with migraines in 1996 when I was in the seventh grade. My parents could always tell when I had a migraine because my lips would get really, really pale. I tended to get a lot of visual floaters and I would get some sensitivity to light and noise, but it really varied from day to day how severe it was. And I remember at this point in time, you know, being in the seventh grade, I was, you know, 12, 13, uh, going to so many different appointments, really trying to figure out what was causing the migraines. And, you know, just over the next couple of years, we ended up defining them as cluster migraines. Uh, And they presented like every other year for the next five years. So I had bouts with them in the ninth grade and in the 11th grade. 
tried all kinds of medications, um, including Prozac, uh, which uh, can cause some very scary mental health side effects in teenagers. I was one of those people. I was one of those individuals that had the side effects from Prozac uh, that really affected my mental health. There is a a book that I, I didn't know this at the time. Um, there was a book I in, actually read in college in one of my psychology classes called Talking Back to Prozac. And this is where I made the connection where it was like, oh, wait a minute. So that point in time in my life where where I was struggling um, with, with thoughts uh, of self-harm that was, that, that could have been partly due to the medication that I was on that was supposed to be helping my migraines. So it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about, right? That, that, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother talk, but but it's crazy to think about the the effects that can come from medication when you're trying to treat something um, and maybe you don't have the full picture of what's going on. So my senior year of high school was supposed to be an off year from headaches, right? If every other year, then my senior year was supposed to be an off year, but it wasn't. I had a tension headache slash migraine for six months my senior year. Some of this ended up being a rebound headache from taking meds every morning because I was just trying to prevent the pain to get through school, to get through band practice, to get through work. And during this time, we kept trying new migraine medications like Emerge and Topamax, but anything that I took really just made the pain worse. Um, So other than I kept taking Excedrin migraine every morning, every morning like clockwork, and so eventually that headache just get, became a rebound headache where I would just like clockwork, take that medicine. It would push it down, you know, push down the pain for a little while and then it would come back and I would take some more. And so I was never actually getting rid of the headache. I was just suppressing it. But the weird part about all this too, working with the doctors is that all the migraine medication that's formulated to help was actually making my pain worse. I remember we were coming back from national dance competition, um, flying back from Orlando. Um, it was Orlando to Charlotte, back to Huntsville. And I was in so much pain that I was just curled up on the floor of the airport in Charlotte when we were waiting on our connecting flight. Um, I have in my scrapbook, one of the, one of the girls on the team actually made me um, made me like a, I hope you feel better, like card on the airplane sick bag (laughs) and gave it to me, um, because I was, I was so sick. I felt horrible. So I had migraines on and off through my twenties. Um, but things really like changed again in 2015. Uh, when I started working from home, uh, when I started my job with Apple, you know, I went from, Uh, being in roles where I was training um, or in retail. So I was kind of up and down all day, you know, a lot of constant movement. I was not, you know, I didn't sit all day every day. And within a few weeks of starting that job, I was so overwhelmed with pain from headaches that I even went to the ER. I remember being just so sick and calling my grandmother um, because Jay was at work and I, I, I could not drive myself. 
Um, and so I called my grandmother and was like, I need you to come get me and take me to the hospital. And she did. And it's one of the, um, probably one of the last pictures that I have with her. Um, and I hate the fact that I'm making like a frowny face in it cause I felt bad, um, but she's smiling and it, so it brings me joy. Um, but I spent months after that, like going to the doctor, trying to figure out what was causing the headaches. Um, there were several times that they would just be like, well, I think it's a sinus infection. So, um, I'm just going to give you, you know, a shot of pain meds and a steroid, um, because that's where the pain presents. It presents across my forehead and, you know, and across my nose. And, but again, like nothing was truly helping. Um, I went to an ENT, they looked, everything was fine. I didn't have sinus infections. Um, and you know, pain medication being that I'd had that rebound headache before I'm very, I try not to take pain meds. Um, you know, but if I have to, I will. Like, I'll, I'll take some ibuprofen. That's fine. But with all of the issues that I had with the medication making things worse or not working at all, I just try to, I've just steered away from pain medication. Um, and so I was trying to work with my doctor and my nurse practitioner to find a better way to deal with this pain. So uh, I started doing you know, a couple different things, uh, to, to help my, you know, to help the pain. So, um, so since 2015, so we're now in 2022, uh, I've spent almost seven years in this cycle of migraine and tension headaches. Um, so I'll do like rounds of physiotherapy or chiropractors, um, you know, uh, physical therapy, like stretching and that kind of movement. Um, and now I'm just starting a course of doing like a chiropractor, um, a little bit to help me just start to loosen up. I'm doing a 30 day stretch program and I'm doing massage therapy. And I, I take medication at night to help my muscles relax, um, so that I can, you know, so that my body is not so tense, um, at night and I can actually get some restful sleep. And I tend to go about six to eight months between these cycles. Um, you know, and I'm learning to listen to my body and to see the signs faster. So when I, you know, I'll go through the physical therapy or the, um, stretching appointments or the chiropractor, (coughs) pardon me. And, um, hold on, please. Mm. Sorry. I had to have some water. Um, I'll go through those things. And instead of, you know, I get released from that that practice, you know, that program or whatever. And then I don't keep up with what, what I was supposed to do. Uh, and so I put myself back in the cycle. And so I'm learning to listen to my body, see the signs faster. Uh, I'm, you know, trying to be more cognizant of making sure I do my stretches in the morning, making sure I'm using my foam roller, making sure I'm not sitting in awkward positions at work. Um, cause I know what happens at work, what will set off a migraine really quickly um, or tension, headache, whatever you want to classify it as. Um, you know, I know exactly what will set it off. So I try to be very mindful of my environment. Um, you know, use my sit-stand desk more, um, that type of stuff. But it's been a very exhausting seven years of going through this cycle. Um, I learned very early on how to mask this pain um, so that nobody really knows that I am 
that I'm in pain. Um, I don't often tell my husband or my friends how much pain I'm in. Uh, I just put on a brave face uh, and I just work through it. You know, I, I, I guess for me with my headaches, I am partially lucky that they don't typically put me into a state where I have to go lay down in a, in a room um, to recover. Um, I don't get, you know, nauseous, that type of stuff with them. But in turn, I live with the constant pain, the, the constant, like your head always hurts about a three, three or a four, you know, it's just always there living with you. Um, it was worse when we were in Alabama, um, because my allergies did place some, you know, some into it. So they are better in Florida, but the, the tension part of the sitting and the not stretching and the not moving, that kind of thing, which of course over the last two years with COVID has, you know, not been, not been as easy. Um, you know, so lots of things have factored in for the past couple of years. But I, I don't often tell people uh, how I feel. Uh, I'll really just just work through it and, and just, you know, power through. Um, and sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm a fraud or if I bring it up, people will think, well, she's not. What is she talking about? She's just she's out here having a good time. Like she's not in pain. What? Um, and so I even asked myself, I'm like, and am I really hurting? Right. Am I just making this up? I'm not. I'm, I'm not making it up. I'm not making up this pain, the, the, the soreness, the tightness, the, um, feeling of not wanting to, or, or almost sometimes not being able to get out of bed, um, because my, my, you know, my shoulders and my neck and my, you know, my upper body hurts so badly. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not making it up. It's not all in my head. Um, it's, it's real pain. Um, and so I'm working through different things, trying to get it under control and more manageable, but I want to know, I want you to know, right. If you suffer with something like this, that's, that's, you know, it's similar to other invisible illnesses that people have that you can't see. Um, if you suffer with something like this, just know I, that you're not alone and I see you, I understand and if you ever want to talk about it, if you ever want somebody to just listen and to understand what it's like for, for you to feel like nobody gets it, I'm here for you. So, um, okay. That's, so that was the end of my, end of my speech. I did add a little bit more here than I did when I did it at work, but, um, I wanted to, I wanted to just share it with you. That's my story. That's my truth. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've definitely been struggling on the struggle bus right now. Um, being out of town, um, working in a place that does not have an ergonomic desk and chair, uh, it's very difficult and hard on my back. Um, and so I know I've already like in preparation as I have a chiropractor appointment when for Monday when we get back into town um, so that I am prepared to, you know, just start. And I've been trying to stretch every every day that we're here with my stretching program that I'm in. Um, so, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do my best to uh, keep myself up. All right. 
that is it for day 53. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed. Um, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, <laughs> but uh, I hope that, uh, I, I hope if this story resonated with you, reach out to me. I'd love to chat um, with you if you also suffer with anything um, similar. So, uh, as always, I want you to know that you are loved and you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you in this life if you trust and believe in the Lord. We will see you tomorrow for day 54. Bye.